Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey guys, this is Josh and the Homebrew Hombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt, at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, everybody? Pat DeBerry here with another episode of Flame On for your ear holes. COVID edition. (laughs) (laughs) The self-isolating quarantine edition of Flame On. I'm fine. I'm completely fine. Dear Lord, please don't do that. People are going to get worried that they're going to get COVID through the the speakers. You are in their (laughs) ears. That's in your ears now. (laughs) (laughs) I am joined for this round of edition by Eric. Hello. BJ. Hola. Joshua. Hello. And we are here to discuss the month in pop culture while maintaining a CDC recommended group of less than 10 people. Please sit six feet away from the speakers uh, when you're listening to this. I was going to say, we're, we're not sitting six feet away from each other, though. No, I don't have substantial seating. No. I mean, y'all could sit on the floor and we could do a big circle. We what st- am I? We a could poor? stand. <laughs> we could do a circle? Is that what you just said? I am not a poor. <laughs> we're we're going to circle it. <laughs> Sitting on the floor like a poor with the du- with the animals. Circle, send message to BJ. <laughs> Clapping circle. hands emoji. Circle, circle, dot, dot. <sighs> now you've got your COVID shot. Oh, if only. Wah, wah. I still have the work, too. That's some bullshit. Come on, I mean, essential I know, employee. Me I mean, I know I have I have like friends and, and stuff like losing jobs. So like, yeah, I, mean, I was like, hey, can you not talk about the fact that you still get a paycheck? It's spoiled. Rotten. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one in this room that is not making any money right now. There's either essential employees or work from home. Boy, sell your stuff on the internet. Like, 
Who's so, going to buy that? Uh, there's plenty fans. of people that will buy like old fans. jocks and socks and stuff. Like, First of it. all, I only have enough clothing <laughs> to get me through the two months that I was transient before moving. <laughs> if I start selling off my clothes, I'm going to have nothing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing. Nothing. Oh, just sell Josh's stuff. <laughs> like... <laughs> He he will as long as it's not like his favorite chalk or something. He's got the attention span of a goldfish. So like, <laughs> I mean, it's true. But he'll be like, I'll just shine. I'll <laughs> just get a mirror, catch a, catch some sun rays. Like, Look over there. Just start stealing. He'll shit. walk in and be like, "Did anybody take my purple chalk?" And you'll be like, "No. What are you talking about? My favorite you, chalk. You had no, a purple it chalk. Was, it was your it's green black. one. <laughs> it was you your it was your green one. You're like, oh, that's right. It was green. And then you see, you're good. Just take all the purple ones then. True. See. Not that I've done this before, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All of BJ's old roommates are now going to go through their shit and be like, wait a minute, I did have a purple jock. <laughs> Mine's black. Well, we You're are... singular? Just one. It's new. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> you want to see? Off the, off the rails already. <laughs> this is the most social I've been with people for like the past week. So. Well, considering this is our last full in-person uh, roundup where the four of us will be together. The sad part is that this is really just the cast. Oral's doing his thing. Uh, Brian's on the other side of the country right now. And yeah, it's the four of us really make up the cast. Eric, Eric's run off with Alex Luther to be a mob wife. I yeah. Oh, that. I stopped counting her <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> she never officially said she wasn't on the show anymore like Jared did. But, I mean, once she started selling houses, oh, yeah. once we she knew she was money, gone. Like, oh, yeah. And make your coin, bitch. I, I do not begrudge cookies. anybody. Is that a big package of toilet paper I see next to the door? It is. Boy, get that away from the door and the window. <laughs> Got it at Costco. Oh, my God. Oh, that's how I'm going to start making money. Exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I saw... A, okay, so I saw a meme. Like I'm still a part of a couple Funko Pop groups on Facebook. And I kind of forget about it because, you know, I'm trying to behave. But someone posted a picture. They made their own custom boxes, and they made a toilet paper pop, which is really just a Funko Pop box and a roll of toilet paper in it. And they're <laughs> selling it for, I think, $123. My God. There it is, Pat. There you go. Wow. So Please there's... keep me posted on whether if that sells or not, because <laughs> I will be more than happy to craft a box into... <laughs> A makeshift Funko, you could have special Funko edition Pop ones Pop. where you put like little sunglasses on it, like little cat's eye glasses, <laughs> like a chase variant. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah um, a poop variant. A, it's got a, a Parliament House it. exclusive, P House exclusive. Dear Lord, where it's got like a cum stain or something on Ugh. it. Well, in the <laughs> one of, in one of the Pokemon groups that I met on Facebook, it was like the shiny everybody wants, and it's like the the little glittery stars, but then there's a toilet paper roll in the <laughs> middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is what everybody wants right now. But let us stop this fun talk about selling uh, Josh's jocks and toilet paper so that way I can at least try to live for another month or so while this pandemic sweeps the nation. Sweeping the nation. (laughs) Coming to the stage, (laughs) pandemic. Coming to the stage. This is coronavirus. (laughs) I don't know if she was a stripper or a drag queen. I'm not sure with that voice. I'm sorry. But she is sickening. Uh-oh. Oh, 
I'm surprised that one wasn't even a part. Like that, that was wide open, and that's coming from me, who's I'm a su- little bit slow. Sometimes. I was gonna say after all the Babadook memes, I took that one. BJ was talking. <laughs> okay, so a lot of the time, I'm a little slow. A lot of the time, I'm the pretty one. Okay, just like eh. well, just as long as we remember that. Eh. I don't remember a cast vote on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm telling you, we get the calendar, <laughs> we get the calendar made, and then we put it to a vote of people's favorite month. I call dibs on May so I can dress up like Cheaty in the uh, mail- mailman outfit. Oh my god, that is fantastic. <laughs> I love the fact that they actually put out all the pictures from the calendar, the Jeremy Baramy calendar. I, th- I about cried. The moment I saw the calendar, I about lost my mind. Fantastic. All right, let's dig into uh, the pop culture that we have been enjoying in this, the month of March. BJ, <laughs> stop your coronavirus coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, anybody, honestly, if, you, if you're listening to us, more than likely you've got a twisted sense of humor like we do. But if you don't, the only way that we can get through this is with humor. And I've seen that people get upset about coronavirus memes or or jokes that are made the only ones that will not be accepted are calling it chinese flu or kung flu nope or chinese virus or kung flu no 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 bad i've seen that movie it's terrible (laughs) that is unacceptable was everybody kung flu fighting bad josh bad i know i had to i had i have to take that out because they're gonna cancel your ass and i can't have my podcast canceled we can't have the eye candy canceled We can't. No, this is Josh. <laughs> oh. Okay, never mind then. Woo! Woo! I kid, I kid, Woo! I kid. Woo! I like Woo! how I like how when we've spent all this time like separated and home for like days on end, and we're just Woo! we come here like it's so good to see you. Drag, Attack Josh. Drag her. Like Alright, listen. I just have so much rage inside of me. <laughs> And it's always me. BJ and I like to poke fun at Josh. Because we tend to be the, the subject of a lot of other being poked fun at. Yeah. Eric is usually the one that's quiet and doesn't do a lot of it. Yeah, him throwing shade is like scaring me. I love it, though. Who is it? Please, is please let this be the new normal for you, Eric. Has I'm the just virus saying. just taken hold of you? It's true. It affects <laughs> us all in different ways. <laughs> Can we call this episode, Ew, COVID? <laughs> COVID, 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 COVID. <laughs> oh, it is 19, yeah. Yeah, it is 19. Oh, God. I don't know. I just don't like the 19. Uh. <laughs> I prefer just COVID. Oh, COVID. <laughs> I can't deal with this. Oh, God. So, BJ, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with your first topic? All right. So, if you're like me, you've been binging a lot. Being of booze, yes. Oh, <laughs> I've been binging. I've binging a lot of wine. <laughs> um, binging a lot of Netflix, and a new anime series has just popped up called B Stars. Um, is that like the letter B hyphen stars? No, it's like Bay. like Bewitched. It's like Bay Stars. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like the 2000s girl group. I love Bewitched, <laughs> <laughs> but um. Uh, it, this would be the point where I would sing the song if I could actually remember a Bewitched tune. <laughs> they uh, could they sing "Say Levy"? <laughs> Possibly, uh, I think so. Possibly. Actually, yes, that was Bewitched. Oh my God! Say you will, say you won't, say you do, and you don't. 
Saying true, say to me, say lovey. <laughs> I'm going to sing that when I die of COVID. <laughs> this, this it sounds like aqua. This one's for Eric. The, the tune sounds like an aqua song. It does. It sounds like something else to me, but I can't think of what it is right now. It sounds like another song to me. Barbie Girl, that's what it reminds me of. Oh, there a little bit. So, because instead of Say oh, La yeah, yeah, the rhythm. Yeah, 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 yeah the instead rhythm. of Say La Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, per- yeah, there you go. I think we just saw, I think maybe they, did they rip it off? Now Now I'm obsessed. <laughs> now I want to know. Now <laughs> I want to f- track them down and be like, did you rip off this song? Now we're going to have to go and like fact check this and then put out a statement. <laughs> like, disseminate <laughs> is a word. I sent you guys the, the, dictionary oh, yeah, you did. screenshot after we recorded i think the last um roundup recording uh and y'all thought that disseminate was not a word and it was just that it was from the very beginning deseminizing <laughs> desemanizing something desemanize but it, it disseminate does mean to uh, take information and spread it forth like covid like covid <laughs> like ill covid so B stars. <laughs> so, uh, Pat, did you like Zootopia? I've never seen. I've oh, never seen. Never I like Zootopia. Zootopia. You like Zootopia? Okay. So, uh, B stars is effectively Zootopia uh, with two high school students, except all of the animals have their actual natural instincts. So, like carnivores actually want to eat herbivores. Like they fucking want to just rip them in in half and eat them but society is trying to integrate and there's like a lot of themes on racism and like the 1970s and stuff um but it takes place in an integrated high school and you have your main character lugosi um bella actually i think he's i think like no he's no a no. reference to that <laughs> actor it's an actor right no it's a um gymnastics coach do you, re- do you remember Carrie Strug? Yeah. From the 1996 Olympics? Vaguely. When she hurt her ankle? Yeah. And the coach had to carry her? Oh. That's the coach. Okay. Wow. Um, but, uh. No. <laughs> He's Dracula. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Bella Lugosi. So, wow. <laughs> I was correct. So who am I thinking of? <laughs> I was right. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't want to say anything until I Googled it. But I was like. I'm pretty sure that's not who Be- the Bella yeah. Lugosi I'm talking about. Imagine if her name is very close to Bella Lugosi. Okay, see now I under okay now I even understand the character even more. Okay, so you have he he's a wolf, um, and he for some reason is obsessed with this. Uh, she's a white dwarf rabbit. Um, she's very adorable. Uh, and she a hoe, which is even better. Yeah, no, they like this thing is like if you took Zootopia. And made it as mature as possible, and have like murder mystery slapped into it. So the gymnastics Bella coach Car- is Caroli. Bella Caroli. Uh. Close. I'm not mad now. <laughs> not mad that you made that mistake. Um. So I'm it's just really disappointed. <laughs> Thanks, <Sorry>. mom. <laughs> um. But it's a really good series. Uh. So you've got the character who uh develops romantic feelings for this rabbit, and. It's very questionable whether or not he wants to, like, date her, slash eat her, or claim her. It's It does a really good job of kind of blurring the lines of, like, control. Like, it, are you actually working to control your, like, what you want? 
Um, and then there's like there's a couple of subplots with some of the other characters from school. Like one kid is dosing with actual like herbivore blood. Um, he takes it like like a little shot of it before he like does sports and stuff. Um, does it give him like power? It 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 well. So all of the carnivores are on like like a fake meat diet, like so it's a high like protein true fake blood. Meat. Kind of. I don't know. The way True Blood did it is like vampire in, vampires in True Blood would literally look at you and be like, "I'm gonna eat you, then I'm gonna fuck you." Like here, they're like, "Oh hi, how's it going?" And then like you know, the herbivore turns around and they're like, "I'm gonna eat the hell out of that rabbit face." Like it's it, I, I don't know. It's B Stars is very much. There's a lot of references to racism. There's a lot of references to like. Uh, c- like self control and lack thereof, um, because uh, Lagoshi is very, 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 very not trying to like hurt anyone. He kind of downplays his own strength a lot, which pisses off a lot of people who think they're weaker. Um, so it's there's there's just there's a lot of interesting characters. There's um, and uh, the f- the first season's up on Netflix right now. I do know that later into the series, because I've read a little bit of the manga, there are th- there's like a, a place called the Menu, where it's a human, tra- it's a, it's effectively herbivore trafficking for carnivores to eat them. Oh, so but it's a place called the Menu, um, and you one of the characters has actually been there, but he was adopted instead of eaten. So. Oh yeah, it like shit. Shit gets real dark. And season one, there are some really fucked up moments. Like somebody tells tells a character to strip down because they want to make sure that their food is a is a good ingredient. Uh, wants them to bathe because he likes his food clean and and pristine. It puts the lotion on its skin. Very much, very much. Um, how many episodes of this are there? I uh, I'm almost probably thirteen. Anime usually tends to do thirteen, uh, but Netflix usually does ten. Well, and some of the newer stuff that's been coming out on Netflix, they've been doing like smaller seasons, almost I guess kind of to gauge. Uh, it, season one is twelve. Twelve episodes. Twelve okay. episodes, and that is currently streaming on the Netflix. Netflix. While you are cooped up in isolation, whether you're on uh, full-out lockdown or just very uh, you're an introvert-ish rules, enjoying your uh, uh, even level playing field. Seriously. All right, so that is B Stars on Netflix. Eric, what is your first topic? So we're gonna stay on Netflix. We're gonna stay animated. And it's Castlevania season three. Ooh, yeah. episodes one and two. Because that's all <laughs> we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, has anybody here not seen Castlevania? I've only seen season one. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So they're hunting Dracula, and then Dracula <laughs> died. <laughs> Dracula's dead. Dead. Dracula's <laughs> dead. He's dead. fine. He sends his love. Sorry. Spoilers. It's okay. I was like, man, I wasn't yeah. too impressed with the first season. Anyway. I mean, technically, yeah. Alucard did kill him, so, I mean, it would be Dad's dead. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Patricide. No. Oh. So then this is all the fallout from the death of Dracula. And it's like two, it's like two months later. 
Yeah. It's two months after um, uh, Trevor and... Whatever her name is. What's her name? Saifa. Saifa. Yes. Saifa um, left Ayukard. Yes. So Which I had to go back and... I mean, I've watched season one and two, and I got through them, and I was like, okay, cool. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, and then I heard that this season is a bit longer. It's kind of like the, the first two seasons total combined, so it's a full season. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I start watching. I'm like, was Saifa a girl in Castlevania 3? And I had to look I it up. I think she was. She was, but yep. similar to Metroid, they did not tell you. It was um, all done as he up until the end when she revealed herself to be a woman. Uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Saifa and Trevor have uh, gone on their merry way. And Alucard's going kind of stir-crazy all alone in a big old castle. Big old castle, mur- murder family's basement. <laughs> when he's got the little dolls up and when he's at the table. <laughs> I just love the self-realization of, oh, God, I've really gone mad, haven't I? <laughs> like... Now he understands his dad a whole lot more. Um, and then Trevor and Cypher are just going through the countryside, killing night creatures. They meet some, they go to the new town and they meet some weird ass monks. Oh, yeah. Or like, why'd somebody kill Dracula? <laughs> yeah, they're very, they're very, actually, I don't even, um, I don't even know if they know he's dead yet. Maybe not. I don't, they're yeah. They're just, some of them do, because I know that uh, there is, they do talk about it, and when they're trying to sell off the, the Night Beast, that, that weird guy that's like oh I'm, they, I'm not a sir. <laughs> yeah, the the uh the priest. Saint Germain or yes. uh, Saint yeah, Saint Germain. Yeah. And like he was telling them about the fact that Dracula was dead and they were, he was like so what are your names? <laughs> yeah. Like we're not going to say that just yet. Thanks. I I do like how it, when it does flip to like Isaac, I'm I'm a couple more episodes ahead. It jumps to Isaac and Hector and uh, Carmilla and all sorts, a couple of the other new characters they've introduced, that there is a handful of characters that are like, oh, you, well, you don't want to piss off Dracula. And they're like, bitch, he's dead. Like, uh, the it, like the news has not gotten around that Dracula's Well, I mean, it dead. is still kind of olden times in Eastern Europe. Yeah. Rural Eastern Europe. So it's understandable that they didn't send all the ravens out. <laughs> the smoke signals were not being paid attention to at the time. No. So, what is your take so far on this versus the first two seasons, like the storytelling and having them be separated? I mean, obviously, Sypha and Trevor are on their own adventure, and you've got Alucard as a separate character, kind of living his best demented life in his father's castle. What is your take on? How the story is being told now versus the first two, the first two seasons. It's okay. I'm waiting for some kind of through line. I don't know who the big bad is going to be of the season, uh, so I'm just kind of waiting, treading water right now. Gotcha. I will say it goes. It goes in a slightly more cosmic horror direction, which. Uh, just like ever so slightly, because like, like what we're getting is we're getting a lot of there's a lot of lore they throw around with like Eastern European like gargoyles. All of the demons look like gargoyles, um, and they go into a little bit more about the whole Forge Master stuff, which mm-hmm. is really good. 
Um, I was going to say, yeah, because that, that was something that I didn't really know too much about. I mean, a lot of times I tend to try to multitask or I'm just consumed with, you know, like I'm reading something and I miss parts of it. But there was a lot more talk about the Forge Master this time around, even just a couple episodes oh, yeah. in. Um, I made it just about three episodes into this season so far. And that seems to play a much bigger role in everything because their armies were the ar- the armies of the night, I guess I should say, were very much depleted during this battle that took out Dracula because they were there helping to defend him. Yeah. And uh kind of got their asses kicked. So there's 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 a lot of um like you so because you, you've got a so you've got a lot of different stories this time around. You've got Hector and Carmilla. You've got kind of their section. You've got Isaac. Um, who uh, honestly, I love Isaac as a character. I absolutely, absolutely love him because there's just moments where he's just like, you know, I almost forgot, but I fucking hate humans because they're rude. Like it's just this very matter of fact. Like he's not really a villain. He's just literally trying to go somewhere. Wait, is he a forge master? Yes, is he he's, the, he's the one that commandeered yeah. the boat, right? Yes. Yeah, he's the he's the. And uh, he's like, I'm gonna kill you and take your boat. And the dude's like, um, Do you know how to sail a boat? <laughs> it, exactly. And Isaac's very it logical. Talked, talked his way out of get, of not being killed. Yeah, because he's like, um, Have you sailed? And he's like, It'll be easy. One of my demons will do it. And it's like. Um, if it was that easy, everybody would be a sailor. And then he doesn't get killed. And I'm like, good for you, bitch. Yeah, it's just because Isaac's not really, to me, Isaac's not really a villain. He's he's just kind of, he's literally just a guy trying to go somewhere. It's just he's scary as shit because he's got all these night creatures just walking around with him. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be very interesting to kind of see what unfolds with the Big Bad. Honestly, this season to me has felt like... Um, it almost feels like the video games because you have seasons one and two, which are very cohesive, but now you've got season three and you've got like five or six different stories going, hmm. which the video games eventually kind of get into that thing where you play as like one character or you play as like another character with another character um, and it's like a completely separate story. Because, like, uh, was it Symphony of the Night is more about Alu. I think you play as Alu card in uh, Symphony, of, Sym- 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 Symphony. Symphony of the Night. Symphony. Symphony of the Night. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it's very interesting that they've kind of splintered a lot more storylines this time around. Because they have more time to tell them. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to dabble a little bit more into Castlevania. Um. Honestly, it's weird. Like Netflix has been a little bit less of what I've been watching lately. Although in the last couple of days, I've really tried to uh, pick up a couple of things, which will lead into our next topic. But that was Eric's topic. That was Castlevania season three is now now streaming on, on Netflix. Netflix. So I think we're gonna honestly. I think this entire round is just gonna be Netflix. Josh, do you have your IMDb ready? I do. Okay. What is your topic? Do you have your pot sticker ready? I'm not okay with this. <laughs> Are you eating a pot sticker? I am. It's full of COVID. It's, uh-huh. co- it's the new COVID flavor. The COVID uh-huh. pot sticker. I like the new LaCroix, a hint of hint of COVID. <laughs> a hint of hint of COVID. So uh, I recently watched this new show on Netflix called I'm Not Okay With This. And it has two of the kids from uh, the It remake. 
Oh, oh. which I I knew it had the girl. That yeah, has Beverly. the uh the one who played Stan. Oh, interestingly enough, his name is also Stan. <laughs> <laughs> so that shouldn't have been too hard for him to. It's not typecasting him by name at all. Not at all. Well, his personality was entirely different well, than. Yeah. Oh, okay, know. good. Like a full three sixty. Well, that's why I said typecasting by name, not by yeah. by role. Oh, a one eighty or three sixty. One eighty. There you go. <laughs> so seven twenty. Love you. So uh, the girl who plays uh, the main character. Oh my god. Uh, so I don't <laughs> think those are six feet apart. <laughs> they are not six feet apart. Maybe point zero zero six centimeters apart. But anyway, uh, so the main character, uh, her name is Sydney. Uh, she's a teenage girl uh, who's kind of dealing with like high school and puberty and all of these other stuff. And she has a very troubled relationship with her family. Uh, well, her mom more specifically. Um, but there's a whole bunch of family stuff going on. And as she's kind of going through puberty, she's also um, like questioning her sexuality. And she kind of discovers that she has um, some type of power that kind of freaks her out. I've got the power! So think about being like young and gay in like high school yes. and trying to that was the best part of my life keep it a secret and like how terrified you are that it's there it's that kind doesn't of doesn't sound familiar at it's all kind to of the <laughs> same like in terms of um like the weight that it carries on the character um but it's just pretty much it's a very short i think it's like 8 episodes it's pretty short um and the episodes are about 30 minutes each, so it's it's really easy to, to watch through. Uh, but it's very, like, the style is, is very unique for, for the story that it's telling, so it's it's pretty cool. Very nice. Would you like to tell us any more about the plot? That's it. <laughs> I didn't have any spoilers. <laughs> so, I used so dear listeners, this was a uh, point of contention during our pre-show uh, planning. And that Josh wanted to not talk about it because I don't want it to be spoiled because I still haven't watched it yet. So that is why we aren't going too much into detail with it. But I've heard it's a great show. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's very stylish. I like it. So I it mean, took me an episode or two to get kind of like really get into it, but I'm gonna have to dedicate four hours of my self isolation to uh, to dig into. I'm not okay with this. Now streaming on Netflix. Don don. <laughs> Thank you, the Joel McHale show. Sorry, Joel McHale. Oh, <laughs> poor Joel McHale show. Did it get canceled? It didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come back. I love jokes Woo! like that. <laughs> well, okay, then. It's like, what's the difference between my closet and your closet? What? The dead hookers. <laughs> Why are there dead hookers in your closet? I didn't. Because they're not a, in mine. This this was a punchline, not an explanation. Oh. <laughs> it just it just raised more questions than it answered. As it should. <laughs> What's the difference between a mop and a broom? It's harder to beat your wife with a mop. Ah! We don't condone <laughs> spousal abuse. Not at all. But it leads into my first topic this month because that is an actual joke from. One of two Netflix shows that I did get a chance to watch. Sorry, I just... <laughs> I'm sorry, I've known you way too long. 
Oh, that got really dark in my head real <laughs> fast. So the other day I was uh, perusing Netflix and I noticed that Burt Kreischer has a new stand-up special that was just recently released called Hey Big Boy, which right there, I'm, I'm sold. Did you notice him or his nipples? I noticed his <laughs> belly button because gotcha. it's not very deep, and I, I have a tendency to notice things like that. It's do you just wanna, weird. Do you want to touch his belly button up? No. You know? No. You don't just want to poke it? No. Just push it back in? No. Why? I don't know. that. Honestly, when there is little to no belly button, it freaks me out, which is why after my surgery and I basically don't have a belly button anymore. You're a clone. It freaked me out. I have a What is this, Kyle XY in 2003? It is not. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is not. No. <laughs> um, Go back to Kakoa. <laughs> but I did uh, go ahead and watch the special, and it's highly entertaining. I think overall it's on par with most of his pretty good jokes. Once it gets to the end though, in the last um I'll call it the last segment of his stand up is where I just completely was hooked and lost it. And it's basically him telling this story. If you don't know who Bert Kreischer is, he is a fantastic storyteller. The way that he crafts and Honestly, I think the jokes are almost second nature in a lot of what he does, but the storytelling and him putting together this visual for you as he's telling the jokes really does a world of, like, good for... It's very, very vivid in your imagination. You're able to see these things. Um, and I think he most famously really came to the forefront with his Russian, uh, the Russian mob, the train story, and all of that, which went fairly viral and then uh, just kind of propelled him into into the, the limelight. But he, he tells the story about how his wife went to um, Vietnam for nine days and left this list of things for him to do to take care of their two daughters and how everything went from there. And like literally the last thing that is said as part of that segment is like his, it's kind of the punchline but it's it's just the way that it's told it's it's fantastic so if you've not seen him before i highly suggest it if you do like his comedy you've seen it before go and watch it for sure because it will definitely entertain you for an hour the other thing that i wanted to mention briefly in this segment is 100 humans so on friday um i went to go get my paycheck and always as i was coming back my friend jay was like hey I want to go for a drive because being cooped up sucks and sometimes it's just nice to get in your car and just go drive. And especially right now, roads are a lot clearer than they have been in a long time. I feel like that's the plot of Wrong Turn. Which one? Uh, Second one? The 14th. (laughs) I was like, if Eliza Dushku pops up, I'm fine. I'm a-okay with that. But we decided to go buy booze. And we went back and hung out at his house and managed to polish off an entire bottle of uh, mango Bacardi in about three hours. Yeah. I had a hangover by about 8 o'clock that night. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> woke up at one thirty in the morning with the worst headache. It was horrible. But in the process, we threw Netflix on and decided because a friend of his or somebody, I don't want to say a friend, somebody that he knows 
was cast and participated as one of these 100 humans that make up the show 100 humans it is a i don't want to say it's a scientific it's not a highly scientific show they basically set out each episode and i think it's eight episodes with a certain premise and then they do four experiments with these 100 humans and it's a matter of whether people are more attractive in uniform than out of uniform whether men or women are the better or the more superior gender. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty scientific. It, well, it is. I mean... It's, it's like a social science sort it, of experiment. Yes. Yeah. yeah, social science experiment, definitely. I mean, there definitely could be more things to be more rigorous about how they yeah, come yeah. up with they their conclusions. establish a control or something like that. Yeah. And they try to. There are times where they, they do have a control group and okay. whatnot. I mean, one of them, they actually have people watch paint dry. It's to determine whether or not time really does fly when you're having fun. Oh. So one group is in a room watching paint dry, and the other one's having a party. <laughs> and Can they hear each other? No. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, there's one where it's like, do old people really have a distinct smell? Or are you just ageist? And this sounds like the bad place. I'm just going <laughs> to say it. This sounds like a really weird torture project. They did some torture in there. <laughs> it's light torture, but they did some torture. It is, um, it's entertaining. It is eye-opening because there was one actually um, about racial bias. They had, uh, like, they did a shooting gallery, like, style, you know, where, like, instead of having things pop up, they had people, like, pop out. And you had to either shoot them if they were holding a gun or uh, not shoot them if they were holding a cell phone. So no matter what, everybody was kind of up like this. And then they did an experiment where one person was white, one person was black. Both holding cell, uh, cell phones, and whether or not they w- the person would shoot, and if they did, would they be more inclined to shoot the white person or the black person? Spoiler alert: It was the black person. Um, whop, whop. Yeah, but overall, it it really was entertaining, and uh, it was a fun watch, and especially when you've been drinking quite a bit, <laughs> which a lot of people now are are in their homes for a while. And I suggest that very highly. So uh, that's Burt Kreischer's Hey Big Boy and 100 Humans on Netflix. If you are enjoying this episode or any of the other content that we provide to you as Flame On, then go and check us out on the intranets at flameonshow.com. You can find out more about us. You can click on links to send us emails. And you can even scroll to the bottom and follow us on your favorite social media platforms. If you would like to become a patron, we are listener-funded entertainment. So if you would like to help continue the tradition of Flame On, which is almost 10 years. Almost 10 years of Flame On. Look at that. Next year, we'll uh, we'll have to have a big celebration for it. But if you would like to help us keep this going, then consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Flame On Show and join at any one of the four levels. We've got great content up there already. I've got some more stuff ready to go now, and uh, there'll be even more content going up very soon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash flame on show. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. It is time for round two. Every, every time you said entertainment tonight, I keep hearing entertainment. I do kind of say it with a little bit of... With pseudo the, inflection. Okay, with the extra, with the extra entertainment emphasa, emphasis on sil- the syllable, the syllable, the syllable. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, every time I would say entertainment tonight that you heard the entertainment tonight music in the background. Now I do. Fucking monster. It's gonna hop me to my grave. <laughs> It's going to haunt me to my grave with that and the Rainbow Road song from all the Mario Kart games. <laughs> I'm going to get both of those as ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It is time for round two. Fight. We are back with more. Hadouken. Tough. Oh, my God. Where's M. Bison when you need him? God. He was at the Parliament House not too long ago for Mardi Gras, right? <laughs> Wait, somebody was dressed up as M. Bison? I mean, no, not, not officially, not intentionally. But his <laughs> oh, outfit no. was, was very reminiscent. I know. Why didn't any of us take a picture of it? I don't know. Because <laughs> we, we were drunk at that point. <laughs> we, were, we were wondering when Checkers was closing. Oh, uh, right. And trying to make it there before. Oh, because that was the night that it was also Daylight Savings Time. And, and that was the day before we recorded our last episode. Oh, yeah. Lost that out episode. Did you or make it to Checkers? Now. Yes, yes, because it closes at 5 a.m. Oh, 05? Yeah. Ooh. Why does it close? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to restock. Because don't, don't, don't they do breakfast? They do not. They do not. Oh, they do not. So oh, they're probably I open at noon. I could yeah. go for a garbage burger at 6 a.m. Some of them do close at 6, so you just got to take a look at which location Ooh. it is. So our second round of topics, let us start with Joshua. So, I'm actually going to be talking about a video game. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. So, for those who don't know, it's a game that came out originally on PS3 in 2013, was then remastered, came out in 2014. Uh, Oh, this is like an Eric topic. On the PlayStation 4. (laughs) Come on, Wayback Machine. One of the most beautiful, amazing. Like cinematic and story-driven games I've ever played in my life. Oh, it's fantastic! I is pre-ordered. This is, is this the the electric game? No. The electric sucking game? No, that's infamous. Oh damn! No. I was enjoying watching that. No, it's it's a good game too. I'm really hoping that they remaster both of those. Sorry, I digress. But, uh, no, The Last of Us is actually uh, like a, a it's a pandemic game. Um, <laughs> so I <laughs> I felt I felt the timing was quite. Um, fitting it's zombies but uh it's it's a kind of a different take on the whole zombie genre um and instead of your typical zombie it's actually uh what's it called it's it's a mycelium fungus well yeah it's a it's a 
crap I just because it's because it's it's a real th- the no, fungus it's a, is it's, a real thing. it is a real thing yeah uh, most referred to like zombie snails and yeah it it, um, it infects ants and ants it, and snails and other insects and stuff yeah, but it's yep. basically it's a fungus that the spores infect the host and then it grows a stoma causing the insect to essentially go kill itself. And then once the insect dies, the fungus is able to take full control over the corpse. So this is not such a fun guy? No. Boo. Not, not so fun. Boo. This guy's pretty pretty rotten. Boo. Um, but with the... the given the COVID uh, pandemic going on right now, and the fact that in May, The Last of Us 2... Uh, is being released. I pre-ordered both the collector's editions. Um, I managed to get both of them, and I'm absolutely shocked. So I'm going to sell one of them because people are going to freak out. Because she's hoarding, y'all. Uh-huh. Somebody get Jeff Bezos on See? the phone. <laughs> you ain't returning that toilet paper. Uh, nope, I'm keeping that toilet paper. Uh, but it's uh, a different take on the zombie virus. It's using the cordyceps fungus. Um, ah. And so... It's a very real thing, and I think that's one of the most intriguing things about the storyline. It's fucking creepy as shit. Right? Like, all it has to do is jump, like, two species, and we're it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, They actually made an Amazon... Or no, it wasn't Amazon. Uh, It was on Amazon Prime, but I don't think it was exclusive. But it's called uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. Oh, yeah. Gift or gif? Gifts. Gifts. That's a different movie. It used the, it Not used, the girl with all the gifs. It used uh, the same premise. Gif, motherfucker, gif. It was uh, kind of zombie-esque, but it was using the cordyceps virus as well. So, um, But I felt it was very fitting to replay it. Um, it is one of the hardest games I've ever played, and trophies for the PlayStation are very hard to come by. So I'm playing it on hard now. But uh, it's about this um, guy who loses his daughter at the very beginning of the game and so it jumps like 20 years into the future humanity and society is pretty much crumbled and he is tasked with um, taking this little girl who could be the cure to the whole thing uh, and trying to get her uh, across country to uh, this organization called Fireflies and uh, the two of them bond you know as most stories like this do uh but it's it's a very rocky relationship at first and the girl is feisty and she is a mouth of a sailor and she's a lesbian she a lesbian is she as annoying as aj and aj in the queen no oh, okay <laughs> not not at all did that get canceled it did yes yes oh uh, why don't you why don't you say yes it's, and not, it's not coming, coming back, back. Nah, RuPaul's too busy fracking right now. In her own backyard. Exactly. That's how COVID started. See? <laughs> you, I would say the last, the last of Us is a cautionary tale. If they had self-isolated like they were supposed to, that fungus yep. wouldn't have gotten in their face. Because it's quick. It spreads very quickly. You breathe in the spores and you're fucked. So if you want to see what our future looks like, play The Last of Us on now available on PlayStation 4. Or available for the last couple of years on PlayStation 4. PlayStation. 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 Yum. <laughs> did you Red Robin it? I did. <laughs> <He> did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, every time we talk about a hot dude, that's what I'm calling it now. I'm going to Red Robin that hot dude. Yum. Yum. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> All right. So, Eric, why don't you regale us with your second topic? So, Top Chef is back Yay! for a new season. Whoop, whoop. With it's an all-star season. With 15 all-stars from previous seasons. It's very exciting. I'm very excited, except that I really cannot stand at least one person on this season. Which one? Angelo. He seems a little mellower I now. don't care. He's had enough chances. <laughs> he was on the first all-stars. <laughs> Get the fuck off my television. I mean, this is the third time for Jen to come back. <laughs> oh, was it Jen Carroll, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but she never had a good look on the show. <laughs> no, and, and, she, always... and she talks about how the previous time she was on, she basically told Tom to fuck off. <laughs> so not as like, bad so as the one so chick she, that so did was, actually tell him to fuck off. So basically. she was like, I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to be nice. Episode one, she goes, fuck off, Tom. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I have not seen episode one yet. Um, no, so it's good. Um do you want to know what the quick fire is? Please. The quick fire is the mise en place race. <gasps> I love the I mise en place know. race. Very much fun. Oh, oh, so much, so much fun. Oh, okay. Never prep, mind. Prep work. Uh, thank you. Yes. I was, I was like <laughs> the, I was like the mise en place. What the fuck's a mise en? And then I, I remembered that French is a thing. Yeah. Uh, especially, mise on, especially for cooking. What is it? Um, items in place? Yeah, all your stuff isn't where it's supposed to be. Well, I was just trying so to think like, of what the actual definition yeah. was. I think it's items in place. Yeah, I think so. I know that in place is in place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, and then what? they... What's going on over there? So I re- I was reading up on the Cortisaz virus, see if it can affect uh, humans as of right now, but I was reading that it's actually used to treat humans for a variety of things, including bronchitis, respiratory disorders, and among other things. So I'm it's like, going to be the COVID cure I'm that like, can eventually we, right, ushers that's, in. Right. right, I'm like, I mean, if these are some of the symptoms in COVID, and these are things that are used in uh, Chinese medicine to treat said things, is that going to be a cure? Are you going to put cordyceps in prep and then we're gonna call usher, it a day? We're going to usher in uh, that zombie apocalypse by using that to treat covid <laughs> it'll make it worse <laughs> it'll cure the covid but it'll turn us all into zombies so the mise en place did they do how did they do it this time around did they do it where the first team to finish got to start cooking first or because like sometimes yeah, they've so, done like push a button and the other so, teams have to wait well it's everybody for themselves first so it's the first person to Turn three artichokes. Oh, that version <laughs> and, of it. And so the first five people who successfully turn three artichokes, they are team number one who then go to the kitchen and then they start cooking. Oh, and then okay. the next thing is they have to segment like three oranges. Gotcha. And then those next five people who do that successfully, they can go to the kitchen. And then the last five people, they have to success successfully um, shell. 20 almonds and that's the one that threw everybody off they're like when was the last time any of us shelled nuts jesus christ um, and then once those last five chefs get to the kitchen that's when the 15 minute clock starts okay shit oh so, so the faster so, the faster you were the more time you have to cook exactly gotcha and so each team has to prepare two dishes using those items yes gotcha so it's a combination of 
It's kind of like how they did New York and did the first elimination when they did their first New York season. Mm-hmm. I think there's only been one season in New York. Yeah. Because they had two, I think, one or two extra people, and they did that whole mise en place, and then it was, you were safe, you were safe, you were safe, and then it came down to the last one, and then... Yeah. Uh, I think it was Patrick, I think it was like the, the young kid who was like 19 at the time, was the one who lost that and got sent home. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, or it was the girl. I think it was Patrick and the girl were the last two that were. Anywho. Mm. Uh, so it's 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 fun to see them kind of take things that they've done, and especially in an all-star season. Yes. Uh, who are you cheering for? Who are your top three for this all-star season? I really like um, the Vita- the Vataggio, who's on. Wait, I, Brian's on. I, this Brian's one. on. Oh, okay, one. I like Brian. Yes, I can't stand. He was Michael. he was the mellower of the two. At points, he was just the calm asshole. Yes, he was the because they're both dicks. Yeah, but Michael Vataggio, but he won, so I knew he couldn't be on right. All Stars. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's a good pick. I really like Jen Carroll overall. Fuck even, you, Tom. Even, even though she keeps coming back, she can't get enough. Um, and then didn't she do? Well, because she did her season All Stars, and then she did the one where it was half and half. Wasn't that Brooke season where she won? Did she come back for that one? No, I don't think she was on that one. I think she was. Maybe because I think maybe that was this her is third. her. Maybe this is her. Uh, that might be her time. fourth time on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, girl. Uh-huh. Um, she's like, I just want to get close, <laughs> and maybe um, Karen. I think um, she always has weird colored hair. I was like, she's the pink-haired lesbian. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's uh, she's cute. I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm totes down for Joe Sasto. Just because. Y- yeah, I mean, yeah, all the the pasta every time pasta, <laughs> Joe pasta, Joe Joey pasta. pasta. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming he made pasta. Um, he did, of course he did. <laughs> um, uh, he's just cute though. Like the, him and that yo. curled mustache. Does he still have it? Yeah. It looked like he had changed up his facial nah, he, hair. He still got a curl. Still got mustache. the mustache. Yeah. Um, Brian Voltaggio mm-hmm. is an amazing chef yeah. on the show and hot. Um, <laughs> My top three tend to just be the ones I want to sleep with. Yum. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I also really liked uh, Kevin. What's that? Kevin. He's a bearish guy. Beard. He, shoot, who was, he was in one of the finales. I think it was the finale against Brooke. I think he was. Uh, Wait, is he the pig guy? Yeah. No, he was not. Um, He wasn't in the finale. He his wife was having the baby and he was at the yeah um, that's where they went to Alaska was that season ten that might have been Brooks first season we'll throw him in my top <laughs> <laughs> he could be my top <laughs> what <laughs> we're fucking ridiculous <laughs> all right and that is that's Thursday nights now right uh sure it's on Hulu that's <laughs> that's what I watch it on Hulu is it actually are they showing it the on Hulu, like right away. Uh, it's Hulu Live. Oh, you have Hulu Live. Yeah, you got Hulu Live. I oh, did. Yes, bitch. I know. All right. I finally got approved for my. Uh, I've had it. I had it throughout the entire duration of the period to get a free Roku. Uh huh. So I've just got. <laughs> I've got to clean my free Roku. <laughs> but um, yeah, I re- I forgot that it was coming back, and then saw that it, it was back, and I was like, shit, I don't think I have it recording. And then it's it shows up because I had it in my stuff. Yeah. So awesome. I'm gonna have to check out episode one. 
because yeah, I needed it. I needed it for that and for Project Runway. Ah, which, that was a good season. The homo one, right? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were two in the finale. <laughs> but yes, no, how no, many no, contestants no, were no, there? No, Sixteen. The, there were fifteen the, homos. The harness. The, the harness wearing. Yeah, the, the harness wearer. The harness homo. The harness homo. The harness homo wore one. Yeah, he was all muscly. Muscly. Yeah, I remember from that like two episodes that we watched at my house that uh-huh. that one day, or maybe three. I don't know. Whatever was yeah. up at that point in time. Awesome. So I believe that is Thursday nights uh, on Bravo. Or if you have Hulu Live, you can watch it um, live or actually I think anytime afterwards as Mm -hmm. long as you are recording it. So I am not going to go last this round, which is very weird for me. But I am going to go next in this little round of pop culture tidbits. And I am going to talk about, without really giving much away in the spoiler category, about Schitt's Creek season final. Oh, I know it's very sad. Oh, so we travel back to the town of Schitt's Creek, where we last left the Rose family with an engagement and a film that was not going to be made, and Moira slinking away into the closet to drink uh, fruit wine, drink fruit wine, and perish because of a lack of attention. Like Tinkerbell, she needs the attention to survive. I do believe in Moira. I do believe in Moira. She's good for another week. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so this season, if you are keeping up with it, follows along the same path. It pretty much picks up right where season five left off. Moira is still in the closet. Um, <laughs> and then there's a fire and she has to have uh, um, Roland save her, her carry her out because she can't. She is so weak in the closet that she cannot get out herself or she actually gets trapped in the closet because johnny didn't fix the the latch and then she's too weak to get out so roland picks her up and then she sends him back in to get her um her wigs her favorite wigs so it it kicks off from there we travel through um some more ups and downs for alexis so the ups and downs of alexis and her um fledgling career her relationship with ted while he's in the galapagos islands and the fun misadventures of patrick and david as they prepare for and plan for their wedding including the engagement photos which were a hilarious part of one of the the most recent episodes which the show actually went ahead and put the engagement photos that were taken from that out onto their Twitter account. So it was a cute little extra bonus uh, for the people who are following along on their social media. And I will not give away spoilers for it, but in the most recent episode as of this recording, they had their bachelor party, which for members of this room would be quite fitting because it was an escape room. Aww. And Lord have mercy. You got to watch how crazy Patrick was, which made me think of some other people that we know in our lives that have played escape rooms <laughs> and how swept up David eventually gets into it. And um, it was just kind of fun to see how how they portrayed it because since escape rooms have become such a big part of 
like our culture now, it's interesting to see how different shows handle incorporating them into their their episodes, including like Two Broke Girls. Um, I think The Big Bang Theory did one did an yep. episode where they were it incorporated it. Uh, so I think this was probably one of the better ways that it's been incorporated into a into a sitcom and um it's just been a it's been really cute i i feel like it's slowly trying to get to where it needs to get to because they know it's the final season so they're not trying to rush any stories and they're focused less on a lot of outside stories and telling these the stories the final stories for these main characters which sometimes feels like you're not getting anywhere, but it's still been a, an overall really solid season. And we got the news that there will be a movie after this is over. Oh. So uh, in community fashion, it's hashtag six, six seasons, seasons in a, a movie. Six seasons in a movie. Yep. So that is Shit's Creek currently airing uh, on Pop. And uh, if you have Hulu Live, you can watch it on there as well. Oh. So, Eric, I need you to catch up, so that way you can discuss it more. I know this is completely off topic, but listen to this tweet. Just watch the movie Midsummer. If you want to know what it's about, imagine Ikea and Walt Disney Studios coming together to produce Get Out for white people. (laughs) (laughs) 100%. Wow, that is the most accurate thing I've ever heard in my life. By the way, Midsommar is uh, fantastic on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime as a free movie. I just added it to my list because I haven't seen it yet. I liked it. It's good. I still haven't seen Hereditary, but I liked Midsommar. All right. So now that we have <laughs> gone through everybody else, closing out our topics for this month is BJ. The best for last. All right. That's so debatable. My topic is oh the topic is probably this shady bitch over here uh, <laughs> sonic forces um playstation if those of you that have a uh playstation plus membership know that there's the free uh monthly games that come out from time to time um can i like go and access that through my computer and set it up to download like claim it because no. I won't have my PlayStation until you, the month is over. You can do it on the app. You can do yeah, you oh, can do it on the app. But you can't do it on your computer. Okay. I'm yeah. going to check that. Yeah, do do it on the app. You might be able to do it from the website, but I would just go through the app to just okay. make sure it's in your Cuz it, yeah, it's linked to your yeah, Sony account. Oh, okay, um, good. I'll have to do that cuz I want free games. Yeah. But my my PlayStation's been packed up for the last 2 months. And I think Shadow uh, of Colossus is also free. Yeah, Shadow of Colossus. So the Shadow of Colossus and Sonic Forces. What is what is Piotr Rasputin have a shadow and why is there a game based on it? <laughs> <laughs> but they um so like I know like a year ago they had Sonic Mania up as a free download um which came out around the same time as Sonic Forces. Sonic Mania got a better review because it's very much a love story. It's very much like a love letter to the original type of um, Sonic games. Um, but you have uh, Sonic Forces, which is the first Sonic game where you get to make kind of your own original character. You get to make your own character? Yeah, you get to make your Ooh. own Sonic character. So you get to pick like a species. I'm doing and then, that tonight. Then you pick the like the ty- like the eye shape. Um, and you get to pick the, uh, the, and then the thing is, as you progress through the game, if you get like an S rank on some of the missions, you unlock clothes. So you get to change your clothes every so often. Oh. Um, there's a daily, there's daily rewards. For so changing it's like, your uh, Mario Odyssey where you get to dress Mario up. Kind of. 
there's there's these uh, but interestingly enough it's a game where like Eggman has won and you're kind of starting off as like the recruit for the resistance and everybody's just kind of like trying to hold it together um so this is the age of apocalypse version of Sonic actually yeah kind of okay um so you've got a of course you've got a new uh singular named villain uh infinite one singular name <laughs> um so you uh and this one is it's interesting cuz it took el- it takes elements from Sonic Generations which is probably my favorite modern Sonic game um and it adds in you have stages where you play as modern Sonic you have stages where you play as like the old 2D Sonic um and then you have stages where you play as this new avatar character uh, and you can equip different weaponry. Some weapons are better for certain stages. So you're kind of, once you start unlocking weapons, you kind of got to hope like there's multiple routes you can take on the stage. Um, there's like a fire weapon, lightning, uh, neat little um, cosmic one, which you fire, um, it locks on the enemies and you fire like little clones of yourself at the enemies. Um, it got... So it didn't get like great reviews, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's been uh it's been int- it's the only like modern Sonic game that's currently out. It's the most recent one besides the Mario and Sonic go to the Olympics. Uh, or those type of games. Yeah. Um so if you if you're a huge fan of Sonic Generations and if you haven't played Sonic Generations, definitely pick up Sonic Generations because I really love love Sonic Generations. It's like you play modern Sonic stages as, like, old Sonic, and you play old Sonic stages as modern Sonic. So there's, like, a fully rendered 3D version of Green Hill Zone. Um, yeah, so it's 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 really interesting. It's a lot of fun. Um, the story's meh, but you do get to make your own... You do get to make your own original character. Okay. Um, which, is, which is cute. I mean, who here doesn't like to play Barbie with their video games? I mean, seriously, that was one of the most fun parts about Mario Odyssey. Jesus, you, me, me, and two of my friends, uh, when I was in college, when we would play Rock Band and we would make our own band members, it was like a two-hour process. Because, <laughs> oh yeah, because we wanted to unlock as much as possible, and then we would go and make a whole bunch of. We would make a band. What uh, was your band name? Uh, Snuggle Infection. Oh, <laughs> Snuggle Infection, and then there was the Coat Hanger Crew. Oh um, Jesus! Which is an all-girls band. Mine was uh, Olympians are for lo- or Olympians for lovers. Ugh, ugh. I imagine a whole bunch of like gross ballads. Think like uh, Hawthorne Heights and um, Fall Out Boy like Ooh. together. Okay, that's slightly better. Yeah. Was- <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hearing a bunch of ballads. Like I don't, I don't know what most of those words were. Ballads or yes, ballads. I have no <laughs> idea what those are. But no, um. So as of uh, when this episode drops, uh, Sonic Forces is still up on the PlayStation uh, Network free game. Uh, one of the two free games for this month. Nice. I'm downloading the app right now, so I can try to claim it. And I'm very excited because I think next month's uh will be the Bioshock. Uh, some of the Bioshock. Games. Oh. Uh, but the Bioshock collection was, I think, January or February. Yeah. Oh, so oh. yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I paid sixty dollars for it. Womp womp. When it came out, though, are we friends on PlayStation? I, I know we're so. not. No. Oh, you're ashamed of me. We'll have to we'll have to exchange <laughs> PSNs. Yes. 
All right, so that is Sonic Forces, now available free if you are a PlayStation Network member. If you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other content that Flamon has put into your ear holes, then go and follow us on your favorite social media platform by going to flameonshow.com and scrolling to the bottom. You can also check out the About section, find out more about us, and find our links to send us emails. Flameon is also listener-funded entertainment. That's how I said it just for you, BJ. Yay! We are listener-funded entertainment. So if you would like to help us continue making Flame on, especially as we are going into long-distance mode, then head over to patreon.com forward slash show and pledge at any of the four levels. There's plenty of content up there right now and much more coming very soon. So head on over and become a patron. Patreon.com forward slash show. So before we say sayonara for the month of March, let us do our round of one-ups. Eric, what is your one-up? Randy Rainbow's new song. (laughs) (laughs) Video just came out. Amazing. Um, All about social distancing. (laughs) And it parodies one of... I think is one of the more underrated Disney ballads out there. Into the unknown. <laughs> no. Into the unknown. No. Into the unknown. You almost had it. You're, <laughs> you're so close. Um, no, but it parodies "I Will Go the Distance" from Hercules. Oh wow! Yeah. No, but it, it's it's really funny. It's not really taking any sort of political slant like he typically does. Yeah. Um, it's just more don't go fucking outside. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan so. Colton would have something to say about that. <laughs> it's not May first. <laughs> we Aww. still have time. <laughs> and then there will be fucking outside. Not if the pandemic keeps going the way that it's going. <laughs> May 1st will not be oh. the day to go fucking outside. Uh, yeah, no. Maybe like August 1st. Mm. Yes, but that's mine. I mean, I'm Rainbow. okay with August. I mean, it'll cancel at least two two of my concerts. Maybe three, depending on when in August. But at least my cruise would stay intact. Oh, that's right. So Randy Rainbow's new song. You can find that on his Facebook page. Yes. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Joshua, what is your one-up? What is giving you life? And what do you want, TJ? COVID <laughs> memes. Oh. Um, I'm actually posting some of my story. I'm making a highlight of them so I can permanently go back to them whenever. Um, one of them has come across my attention today, which has uh, been quite amazing for me. A little bit of a throwback. So back in 2016... There was a picture of a toilet paper that was just kind of unrolling, and it it says, this is a meme from the future that you would not understand. <laughs> and here we are in 2020, where now toilet paper is lit. Wow. We are in the future oh. that the 2016 meme uh, had foreshadowed. <laughs> meme Rodamus. Like... Wow. <laughs> wow. So there's quite a few brilliant memes this one being one of my favorites i enjoy the one that that says uh in 2020 we all thought there'd be flying cars and it says 2020 and it's like a public bathroom with <laughs> oh. a giant roll of toilet paper but then there's a chain and a padlock on it right yeah 
<laughs> so COVID nineteen memes are what are giving Josh life in these troubling times. BJ, what is giving you life? So what is giving me life is uh, the Birds of Prey soundtrack. I actually got to sit down and finally start listening to it, so and good. holy fucking shit. That's Are you good. a boss bitch? Uh, boss bitch is my... my Okay, so boss bitch That's is my... That's Doja Cat, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Boss bitch by Doja Cat is my favorite. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> <laughs> I only said it because that was, Melanie had me uh, pull it up, and she's done it at... I uh, did it for one or two shows while oh, I was working really? there. Yep. Okay. Um. <laughs> that was... I did not plan that. COVID has given him psychic abilities. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so, I also, I started listening to the soundtrack, but I just kind of took a break because I got distracted by all sorts of other nonsense. Um, a pandemic but, going on. Yeah, right. But what sent me back to it was there's been a slew of meme TikToks, apparently, since the Grammys. Because uh, at the Grammys, they would do that kind of, like, slow down shot of, like, the individual artists and stuff. Uh, and people have been taking those and putting that to um to boss bitch, and the meme is like me getting ready to go to my boyfriend's house, and this girl's putting her hair up and putting a jacket on, and she's just like, just going to go Netflix and chill. But then it's like me going out with my besties, and she her hair's done and everything right when the chorus drops. Uh, so that kind of sent me right back to the soundtrack. Um, and it is a really, really good song. Uh, if those of you who haven't heard heard it, uh, it's Boss Pitch by Doja Cat. It's kind of my power. It's kind of my power song before I go to work or go to the grocery store, since you know I can die doing those things apparently now. <laughs> that is very true. Yep. So the Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn movie soundtrack available. In physical form and at all of your digital Digi- music digital spaces. <laughs> I don't even know what to call them. Uh, right. Streaming services? Streaming services. Huh? I mean, sure. I mean, yeah. Those things. We're all over the place tonight. Technology. I'm, forget- I'm forgetting stuff. Josh is remembering things that may or may not have happened. <laughs> this episode of Black Mirror is really weird. <laughs> this is a really weird episode of Black Mirror. Uh, whoever started playing Jumanji better finish quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so my one up, I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, David J. Collins. Um, uh, his books were the two books that I have read for the years... Uh, 2019 and 2020 and if you remember from last year i had made a vow to finally read the book uh gay bash and that was my 2019 um, new year's resolution which i completed that is lgbt fiction set in boys town in chicago where david lives and then while i was on my way up to chicago to apartment hunt i cracked open summerdale which I had promised him I would keep out and with me during this transitional period because I promised that I would read it before I moved up there. And I actually uh, accomplished it almost completely. What? Before I I got to Chicago to apartment hunt. I cracked it open during my layover and read 174 pages between the layover and the flight, uh, the second flight from Boston to Chicago. So proud of you. Right? Look, Look at, at me. You accomplishing goals. Look at that. And that is an LGBTQ horror novel. 
it is the first of uh, what is going to be what is a planned trilogy, and it does a lot of setup for uh, the main characters that will be going through this adventure over the next two books. Um, he has pushed back the date for the second book. Um, it was originally slated for October of this year. However, he wants to kind of gauge the world after this upcoming election. Oh, boy. And Because there's a lot of um, what is what was going on in the world at the time that is kind of sewn through uh, uh, through the novel itself. Okay. So it he wants it to be something that is relevant for the time, but also works whenever you read it. Real life is stranger than fiction, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. You can't and make this shit up. It's there is a lot of things, and literally, as when I I met up with him while I was in town looking at apartments, and I think I had about thirty or forty pages left. And I almost was like, please just go away for another half an hour and then come back and meet me because I want to finish this book. And at the same time, I was like, God damn it. Because I had gotten so invested in some of these stories. And because it's the first part of a planned trilogy, there's no payoff yeah. to it because it's it's not like, okay, here's this story and it ends. Start the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to be continued song. Uh, well, I don't know what that means, but I'm going <laughs> to oh. say that, yes, it does apply here. Uh <laughs> But it it kept me for somebody who is not an avid reader, it kept me thoroughly engaged. Um, and in these times of uncertainty and self isolation, <coughs> stop the COVID in their ears. Um, it is a great way to um, kind of get something new into your life. Gay Bash is available as a paperback. You can purchase it from his website, davidjcollins.com. That's J A Y, not the letter J. Um, it also has an ebook and there's an audiobook. And then Summerdale, which is the horror novel, the first of the three uh, in the trilogy, that is available as paperback and um, an ebook. The ebooks are only, I think, $3.99. So if you have a, any type of uh, subscription, either through Amazon or um, any type of uh, ebook subscription, then go and grab it for four bucks. I might have to do that because uh, then I'll have another use of my iPad. There you go. Um you know he said ebooks and not e-boys, right? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then one uh, other quick thing, Demi Lovato is back with another uh fun new song that actually is a bit of a If you saw her at the Grammys and you saw her performing that single, holy crap, I didn't want to watch it at first cuz I was like I can't, like I just don't want to feel those emotions. And it was amazing. But she just recently put out a single called I Love Me. Um, it's so good. It Gross. is. And it really just kind of it, it tackles the whole aspect of um, like being a black belt when you beat yourself up. But the fact that you can't, you know, you can't love yourself. And, you know, when is I love me enough? And it Gross. just it's re <laughs> it's reaffirming. Maybe you should listen to it at night when you're writing your affirmations, BJ. Super gross. We remember those. Mega gross. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Remember berries? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> uh, but check it out. Uh, Demi Lovato, I Love Me. And um, yeah, this concludes our final four-person, in-person 
uh, play Mon recording. This is so foreboding. We're doing this now. This is so foreboding to me. Well, listen. How do you think I feel? I've got to fucking pack up a car and move into a city that's on lockdown. Right? Or tr- <laughs> the world or is ending. I was gonna say you're heading you're heading up to like Chicago and you get there and it's a zombie apocalypse and you have now you have to escape uh, Chicago. I, would <laughs> you like to see my current wallpaper? Oh boy. Oh, I mean you can't. It's chi- later? The Chicago it's without Chicago. any traffic. Bear. Oh, buddy. Let me, let me no. get the actual phone. Don't make any loud noises. No. I mean, as of right now, they are on a, uh, a shelter in place uh, order until April 7th. Oof. But. Right. Oh, my God. I don't know if, what that's going to mean for me. I think that's going to probably delay my move up there about a week. Um, I'm, I'm working with my leasing agent now to figure out all the details because. I ain't going to get anything delivered yeah, until right. uh, that order is lifted. So we'll see how it all goes. But in the meantime, everybody out there, please stay safe. Thank you for um, supporting us. This is not the end. We will have uh, content that will be going out in the month of April that will be uh, pre-recorded. There will not be a roundup in April. We'll reconvene as a group uh, leading into uh, May's recordings. And, um, yeah, so until the next time we have a chance to chat. Thank you, boys, for being here. And bye, bitch. Wash your hands. Bye. Into the unknown. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.